guys, welcome to another edition of Off Air with Carmen. Today's guest is Zach Williams, and this was recorded back in March, BC, before COVID. And this was actually the last thing that we did, the last event we did before everything shut down. It was backstage before several sold out shows. It was Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, and Kane. So you're going to enjoy this conversation. And then I just want to tease to the end, make sure you listen all the way to the end because I did a check-in with Zach. Just to back up a second, the first time we sat down with Zach Williams, he told us a hilarious story about the first time he met Chris Pratt. And I've actually included that story. So here's my conversation with Zach Williams. All right, this is a little different. I am recording. Zach Williams is here with me. This is the next episode of Off Air with Carmen, and I got to pull back the curtain just a little bit because Dave and Bill and I have worked together as a team for 16 years, and I launched this podcast I launched this podcast in January and it's been a little bit of a learning curve for me, Zach, because I'm used to having my bumpers. Like the three of us, if one drops the ball, the other one can pick up and run with it. Bill has been on my podcast. Dave has not. Dave has not even sat in on on a recording. uh, Bill has sat in on a few. So I'm recording this podcast and I have my morning show partners literally sitting in two, what do you call these chairs? Chairs. No, they're like corp. They're no, they're like conference room chairs, and they're they've got their arms folded. Like yeah, they're, they're judging right like now. Like they're grading me. Very much. This is really weird. This is weird. So I'm going to turn around and not look at them. So Zach, let's pick up with candles. That's a great place to start, don't you think? It is. I call them mandals. <laughs> mandals. Okay. So. Well, let's start with mandals. So last. Well, actually, it's probably a December a year ago. Yeah. We sat down with you. In Florida. In Florida, yes. And we had the Times, Fraser Fur, and you left that day literally ordering I ordered on one Amazon. That afternoon, yeah. I, I got one. <laughs> I love They're it. They're nice. Did, so you love it? Yeah. Is that your favorite Christmas I, candle? I think I like burned that thing within a week. It was gone. Like I, I just Same. left it going all the time. Did you do the three wicker? Mm hmm. They're awesome. Times, I Fraser Fur. took a loan Fur. out from the bank and bought it. And, uh, <laughs> Burned it for a week. Yes. So that's the only one you've ordered? That's the only one I've ordered. I'm always trying to find different candles. I found uh, this company that I love. It's called PF Candle Company. Okay. And they also make incense. And like, that sounds kind of like hippie, kind of weird. I don't like the like Nag Champa, all those weird, you know, (laughs) smells like you should see like black lights and velvet posters. But these are like amber and moss and like teakwood and tobacco. I would like that. Um, there's one that's like a sweet grass and patchouli. And what's the name of the company amazing. again? Uh, PF Candle Company. Okay. I'll have to look at Amazon. Up. And um, they sell candles and incense. I'm always looking. Candles are my love language. Yeah. You get me a candle or you bring me coffee and I'm your friend for life. Well, we do. We keep the rooms in the, in the dressing rooms on tour smelling yeah, pretty good because yeah. sometimes you get the old locker room yes, smell. Yeah. All right, Zach. So we've told this story before, but for those of us or for those listening to the podcast who may not know, we don't have to give it all in, in detail. But four years ago, four years ago, I saw you for the first time, CMB, Christian Music Broadcasters in Nashville. You blew doors on stage with Chainbreaker. And here we are almost four years later. It's March, April. I mean, what has the ride been like for you? Because you stepped, I feel like you stepped onto that stage and you stepped off to just like the escalator straight to just the top of your game. Yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely been a ride. Um, I remember that day like it was yesterday. It was, Mm -hmm. 
everybody from the record label showed up mm-hmm. and kind of stood on the back wall and and none of them had ever really heard me play live and it was like a lot like these guys over here just like watching this podcast <laughs> yeah, right now. They're, they're like let's watch this thing go down <laughs> let's judge them, and that's yeah. kind of what it was like it was like this could either be good or bad right. and yeah i remember uh terry the head of the label he kind of tapped me on the shoulder i was walking out he was like i'm gonna tell you like my dad told me he was like don't screw this up we paid a lot of money for it and i was like <laughs> you know exactly. kind of like what yeah. and yeah. uh and so went out and i remember jeff cruz telling me he was mm-hmm. like hey man here's the deal these guys have heard it they've seen it all don't get your feelings hurt if everybody's like looking Sitting at their down, laptops looking at their not phones. paying attention that's just he's like they've heard it before and i was kind of that was my mindset going into it and i just remember like into the second song, I saw some people closing their their things, and I was like, "Yes, thank God!" You know, yeah. and it went great. And and you were there, and I heard you go, "I'm gonna break him! I'm gonna break him!" <laughs> but it was great. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's been um, it's been amazing. I mean, I honestly, that was kind of the the thought process behind this this rescue story album was yeah. it was the first time I'd kind of since all of this has taken off that I've had the time to really step back and just kind of mm-hmm. see what God's done in my life in just a short amount of time. Because for the, for the first part of it, whenever I you know gave my life to the Lord, I had something to talk about, just about this freedom that I'd found in Christ and just all this new, new stuff that was going on. And then whenever I, you know, kind of had the year process of writing a record, even though I was still on the road and busy a lot, mm-hmm. I had a lot of time to reflect and really look back on just, just what I had, you know, really where God was in my life. And like, the prayers that my family had prayed and the things that had been spoken over me for so many years that mm-hmm. I just took for granted and um, kind of wandered through life trying to figure it out. And then I look back now to 10, 20 years ago and see all these moments that God was preparing and planning mm-hmm. and things he kept me from and, and places he kept me from going and people. And um, that was kind of the whole thing behind this this album. And, and I feel like every song on on the record bookended each other and Mm -hmm. it was like another story. So rescue story felt like the appropriate, like first single and title of the record. And it's been, it's been really cool to go out and see people, you know, singing along to these songs every night. For sure. And, and I, we're, this is the second of three sold out shows. And I mean, you hit that stage last night and it is fun. I was watching your face. From start to finish. Like, yeah, it's pretty solid. The, the opening acts, man. Kane and We the Kingdom oh, just bring an energy that they totally do. You know, a and lot of times I'm not the dancing around and moving on stage, but I yeah. mean, it's it's great to have that. I was watching you last night. What does it feel like to have your songs? Because you, I mean, you sit and you write songs in your den or writing room or wherever, and then to be standing in front of a room, thousands of people in a room singing back to you songs you penned. How does that feel? It's, it is very humbling. I mean, honestly, when we drove in last night from the hotel and we were driving up and I was like, oh my gosh, look at that line. And we just kept looking at it. And it mm-hmm. literally wrapped from the front door all the way all four sides of the building back around to mm-hmm. our buses. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe these people are here to hear my songs, you know? Yeah. And yeah, when they sing along, it's just, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. So. Um, I know a lot of times when I drive in in the morning and I think, because I mean, Everyone has a story. You have your story. I have my story. Different stories, but both stories where we wake up and find ourselves in the pit. Mm-hmm. And then graciously, God has pulled us out, set our feet on solid ground, and literally for you, for sure, put a new song in your mouth. Yeah. He did for me too. And 
I, I love how Beth Moore says it. She goes, he'll pull you out of the pit, but sometimes he'll leave you on the side mm-hmm. close enough to where you can still smell the smoke. Yeah. Knowing that you don't sure. want to go back. And I know that a lot of times I'll drive in in the morning and I'll think of all the people that God could have chosen for me to get to do what I do. Cause I know me, yeah. I know me better than anybody. I know the, the blackness in my heart. I know how deep he had to reach into the pit to pull me out. And just in my private times with him, it's just, it's overwhelming where it's like, Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you. I just, yeah. I know that. What does the, where do those quiet when it's just Zach and Jesus, what do those prayers or what does that thanksgiving sound like when yeah, you talk it's, to him. it's a lot like that i mean i'm constantly every day trying to be better yeah um, i you know i have a song on the record called less like me and, and the whole <gasps> idea okay that's on my notes okay. that is on my notes that is on my notes let's just talk about it right now and that is that's a prayer i mean that's for me it's just it's honest um yeah. i think you know it's hard sometimes being in the in the with the platform that i have yeah. to always feel like you have to have it together that's right and it's hard for yep other people that maybe put you on that pedestal and mm-hmm. think that your life's perfect, that you have it all together. That right. I, I just feel like being real about those mm-hmm. things and, and being honest about, Hey, I'm every day getting in my car to drive somewhere yeah. and I'm going through a list of things that I did wrong the day before going, God, yep. can me. you forgive me Help for, me. for that? Yep. Please. I messed up. I love you. Like, thank you for what you've given me in this platform and just the amazing story that you've allowed me to share with people. But you know, I don't always get it right and yeah. who does? And the cool thing about it, and it took me so long to understand that is it's like you just said, God knew you mm-hmm. when he made you. He knew me when he made me. He That's knew right. He knew we couldn't get it right. So he sent Jesus to die for us. And and just the freedom in knowing that it's all right to mess that up, that yeah. he still loves you. You don't have to work in work, work your way into heaven. Like yeah. there's nothing we can do to, to earn that or lose it. What did what do your parents say to you when they see how God because I, I imagine your mom just praying for you, praying for her oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. And to see I mean, what have have there been some sweet conversations oh, between yeah. I you mean, and your parents? The the day that we did the the showcase for, you know, four years ago when yeah. you guys were there. Mm-hmm. The whole story the the story that everybody talked about when we left was not me singing or the songs at the label. Anyway, it was your dad was a wreck. Like he was like bawling and he would walk behind this curtain, (laughs) come back out, get his stuff together and start bawling again. And I come back and I was like, man, that's like, I mean, they prayed for me for years, you know, for that to happen. And I'm sure there were times in their life where they were like, what did we do wrong? Like we've Mm -hmm. done everything you've asked for us to do God. Like Mm -hmm. why is this happening? Yeah. Um, But now to see it, you know, come, full circle and to know that God did have a plan and those prayers weren't void. Like God heard them, but he has this perfect timing. Um, it's the same way for everybody. So that's why I say a lot of times, like keep praying for those kids that are struggling, you know, Mm -hmm. cause we're all going to struggle and try to find our own way. But yeah, I mean, we have a lot of those conversations. My mom, she loves to, she loves to answer, you know, people's questions on the Zach Williams fan page. And I'm like, she'll go answer? I'm like mom, please don't go answer people's comments. Like one day last week it was, how tall is Zach Williams? And people start chiming in and I see this thing and it says, I'm his mother oh, and gosh. he is six foot six and he was born in June of 1978. And That's I was like, hilarious. and then other, other people are still commenting yeah. like, no, I think he's six four. And somebody goes, no, his mom just said this. And I'm like, please, That's please so don't do funny. that, mom. Mom, don't do that. But she does anyway. Oh, so gosh. Okay, funny. let's go back to the song because I'm telling you what, this this is, by the time this podcast airs, this song will have already been played okay. on the air. And I'm not, an empty grave, yes, yeah. Easter's coming. But is the song called Less Like Me? Less Like Me. Can you, can you 
I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but can you just say what they are? Like yeah, the, 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 the chorus? Because mm-hmm. last night I'm standing there with my coworker and I mean, this better be a single. Like yeah. your label's in the room. Charles, you better be listening to this. This better be a single. I think it should be too. Zach, this is my pick. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, well, it's the, the lyrics, it's a... Uh, um, I have days I lose the fight, try my best, but still don't get it right. Where I talk a talk that I don't walk and miss the moments right before my eyes. Somebody with a hand that I could have helped, somebody with a hand that I could have held. When I just can't see past myself, Lord help me be. A little more like mercy, a little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love, and faith. A little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more like Jesus, a little less like me. Y'all, I'm so. telling you, this is my new jam. The, the, it was, you know, everything last night, Zach, that song. It's the spirit, you know? It is, I mean, it, that's right. It was one of those songs. And yeah. uh, it, it was another cool song that we just, we sat down with just a little riff in our head and mm-hmm. it wrote itself. It's, I yeah. mean, and I love those songs. I love it. Those are the fun ones. You know, radio loves you. Your I songs, love radio. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. That was probably one of my top 10 highlights was be, to be able to connect you and Mike Weaver. Yeah. You know, for his song to have changed your life in Spain and know, to have wild. him on the show the next week. That was really, really cool. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like to be full circle now in a position, you know, what was even cooler about the whole thing for me, like mm-hmm. was being able to give them a song that I'd written yeah. And then they took it and recorded it and performed it out of a season that they were struggling in. So it's just and that's, that's only God the, can it, do exactly. those, those And I had a friend who said years ago, he says, those are moments like that or, or when God's just romancing you yeah. to where it's almost beyond words. It's just inexplicable. Only God can orchestrate it. And only out. the person yeah. that it happens to can have a full appreciation because even when you try to tell someone else, yeah. it doesn't convey the, the, the marked moment yeah. that it is with God. Yeah, I was just... It's, it's crazy. I, I was, it's funny. This is off subject, but I was with last night after the show, I stepped on one of the other buses and, uh, you know, we do this meet and greet before our shows and, yeah. um, it's a really cool thing, uh, partnered with this, this chef out of Napa that runs a culinary school that is backed by the culinary Institute of America, but it's also partnered with the Salvation Army. So they take, okay. um, they're taking homeless, incarcerated people who had addictions and they run them through a culinary program for about four months. And then once they're done, they put them in job placement and give them skills that they need to, you know, go out and succeed. Well, one of the guys that's out is a graduate from his program. His name's Curtis. And I just popped on the bus for a minute. We got to talking. He was just telling me, he was like, dude, I was in prison like two years ago. And, you know, I was literally like getting like to a place after I'd graduated from the program of like, man, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, where, where am I headed? What am I doing? And then Paul out of the blue just calls him and is like, hey, do you want to go on a tour and, you know, cook for this thing for the next two and a half months. I think and, I might've seen him when I pulled up. Yeah. And just to hear That's those guys crazy. stories yeah. and just to get yeah. to like, see their faces light up to mm-hmm. know like where they've been, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then for them to start, it's clicking in them like, Oh, this is only happening because yeah. of what God's doing in my life. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's hearing my prayers now and I'm living right. And it's just, uh, you know, everybody has a story that they can they share do. like that, you know, and, and it's not always standing on the stage and singing songs, but right. they've got something that they can, share with their story to somebody that's going to, you know, be a message for somebody. And even along those same lines, two things that come to mind. I mean, Ed Cash. Yeah. Ed. Ed. Yeah. I mean, I can remember when he was in studio with us. And for those of you that are listening and you're not sure what we're talking about, Ed Cash, who's pretty much produced and co-written every number one song in Nashville. (laughs) He's now part of We the Kingdom and he's opening up for, for Zach. 
He was a drug dealer. Yeah. He was a drug dealer and in and out of jail. Yeah. And look where he's standing I now. I mean, incredible. As a matter of fact, on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, we had a guy by the name of Jason. Um, and he's a listener. And he was dealing drugs by the time he was in ninth grade. And... Um, and when he, when I sat down with him to record the podcast and when we were done, he showed me his mugshot and to see the the man sitting in yeah. front of me in his mugshot, he's on his way tonight with his wife. So That's I'm very awesome. excited and for that. He's going to see you tonight. So just, just good God stories all the yeah. way around. Okay. So have you ever, and you can totally laugh at me, but have you ever heard of James Lipton? James Lipton. Oh, I'm going to love you. Like I'm going to love you. See? Oh my goodness. Just, <laughs> I love you, Zach Williams. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. James Lipton, he was, hold on, I'm going to get this right. He had the Actors Guild. Just come help me out in the podcast. We, we had this conversation. He was waiting for that. Yes, Dave, come uh, save me in my own podcast. He was the host of the show Inside the Actors Studio. Like I said, that's what I was trying to say. Is he the guy that sits across from each other with the chair and yeah, they and the talk? index cards. Yeah, He's got the uh, kind of the little beard goatee thing. Right. He and passed away a few days yeah. ago at 93. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, I've watched some of those. Those well, are great. shoot. Okay, I'd never heard of him. And it's so funny because Dave brought it up on the show the other day. And he looks at me. He goes, and no, this is not Lipton tea, Carmen. So for you to say Lipton, I was like, yes, I love it. I love it. Well, the, that's just where my head went to tea. Yeah, to, yeah, mine too, mine too. So Dave, so he had this set of 10 questions that okay. he asked all the actors that came through and Dave asked Bill and I the other day on the air and I thought you know what that would be fun to do with Zach so I have 10 questions and we're just gonna oh I know it'll be great this all will right. be fun um okay number one what's your favorite word huh <laughs> that's what my wife would say huh because she was like that. you're deaf <laughs> see I said bougie Torn yeah. Wells taught me I mean no mine is and, I'm huh? I found out the longer I sing the less hearing I have so okay she's always saying all huh? you ever say is huh or what okay so that's probably your most commonly used yeah, word it, it is okay number two what's your least favorite word I can tell you what it is for a woman in a nanosecond Ooh, least favorite word yeah for a woman I'm just gonna tell you it's moist we hate moist <laughs> knock us out like seriously take us out yeah well that that you're staring at so i'm gonna go with that yeah okay 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 unless um, we're talking about food okay well you do want a moist cake yes yeah okay number three um what what life's you like what in life life's you like what what do you get excited about music your family yeah like i mean obviously um music and and family i mean for me Cooking, I love cooking, food, yeah. I'm a foodie. But That was one of the first things you sent yeah, us as a cookbook. It was. I still have it. But honestly, I mean, really for me, music. I mean, I didn't realize it. I've been off for three months. Yeah. And I told my wife when I got home the other day, I was like, I had, I did not realize how bad I needed to get back and start playing some music. Like, it was so good for my soul. Okay. And she was like, yeah, she was like, I'm ready for you to get on the road. <laughs> You've totally disrupted homeschool yes, since you've been yeah. here, so. You do, um, you kind of just get yeah. into your routine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what, what um, tanks you? Ooh, just drama. Oh, okay. I would That's say a good drama. One. I yeah, love that. I can't stand drama. I don't like drama. I, I try said to stay away from it. HR, same. Um, what sound or noise do you love? Oh man, it's funny. It's it's like just kids hollering at you, Dad, come here, Aww. Dad, Dad. You know that. That's a lot sweet. of people get tired of hearing Dad or, you know. But yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it too. Okay, what sound or noise do you hate? Cats. <laughs> Any kind of cat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, what's your favorite expression? Like uh, I say dang diggity a lot. So like a, oh. you know, an expression. Do you say like holy smokes or what's what your... What do I say a lot? 
that's probably one to ask somebody that's around me. I, I have a lot of like kind of redneck Southern. Oh, Salem. I love it. I'm from Alabama. I mean, you know, like hotter than a fox or something yes, like that. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's hot outside. Yeah. Um, we say hotter than Poodunkus. Did you <laughs> that's ever? That's a good one. <laughs> I would know exactly what that yes, means. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. hotter than Poodunkus. I mean, I don't know. Um, favorite saying. I don't know. That's okay. That's no. good. I will, I'm stumped. We'll that's okay. That's okay. If you weren't an artist, what profession, what would you have wanted to be? A cook. Oh, I don't want okay. to be a chef okay. for sure. Got it. Actually, and I, you did I say still that. might end up doing a restaurant one day. I want to do that. Bad. That would be fun. Yeah. You could do that in Nashville. I would That's love it. Very prevalent. Yeah. Okay. What would you have not wanted to do? Oh, I think I said digging ditches. Did I say digging ditches on this one? To do. I can't remember. Uh, any kind of job that keeps you inside all day, yeah. sitting in like a cubicle, you know, mm-hmm. doing TPS reports or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I would not. I couldn't do it. No. All right. Last question. When you get to heaven, what do you want to hear God say when we step into the pearly mm. gates? These are good it's, questions. I'm going to steal one say, from somebody because okay. I read this book and I've always thought it was amazing. Do I read uh, Brendan Manning's Ragamuffin Gospel and I just always thought when the, the, the line that he says whenever I get to heaven, and I've thought about it too, it's like I think all, all we really want to hear God say is, did you believe I loved you? Mm. And you just say, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Last question. This is just bonus. Have you run into Chris Pratt since the infamous bathroom? Mm. Because can I just tell you, I, we have re-aired that particular break on our show no less than half a dozen times this last year. I did a, so when we released the record, yeah. he did a uh, Instagram live with me. He did. And we just kind of caught up okay. about songs on the record. Yeah. My manager ran into him in Los Angeles airport yeah. and, uh, and one of the sky clubs or whatever mm-hmm. and they got to talking and he sent chris like four or five songs that hadn't been released that were going to be on the record and i got a couple of messages from him a few weeks later like dude this song is and i was like man thank you so so cool i reached out and was like hey would you want to do an instagram live before the record comes out and so one day he was in his yeah. trailer on set and was like hey i got like 15 <gasps> minutes let's do it right now that is so, we so did great it. so yeah that's cool thank you zach thank you thanks for being my guest thank you How cool that Zach got to do a live with Chris Pratt. So cool that they've become friends. Okay, I promised you that I was going to include the conversation. So I'm going to take you back to the first time we ever sat down with Zach Williams and did an interview on our morning show. And this was the story Zach told about the first time he met Chris Pratt. I was jumping on a plane in Atlanta and Bart Miller texted me a picture of Chris Pratt's Insta story or post that he made. And it was like, what the heck's going on? And I'm like, I didn't follow him. Sorry, Chris. Mm -hmm. I didn't follow him at the time. (laughs) And he had tagged me in this post that he had used Chainbreaker behind a video that he made. And then at the end of the post, it said, P.S., please don't sue me, Zach. I didn't get your permission. (laughs) And my manager's like, you should DM. See if he responds. And I'm like, Chris Pratt doesn't run his Facebook or Instagram. Right. So I did. And within 20 seconds, 30 seconds, he responds right back. And it's like, oh, man, I'm such a big fan. Love your music. And I'm thinking, play it cool. You know. (laughs) Right, right, Don't fanboy. Right. And so I'm like trying to wait. And before I can respond, he responds again. And I'm like, okay. So I respond. And then it just gets back and forth. And, uh. I said, well, I'm going to be just outside of Los Angeles in like a month and a half. If you want to come, I'll leave you tickets. You can be my guest, whatever you want to do. And he says, you know, if I'm not busy, I would love to. I'm thinking that, well, that was his way out. Like yeah. if he didn't want to come, that right. was, that kind was just response. a nice guy uh-huh. response. Mm-hmm. So about two weeks before that date, 
I get a message from him on Instagram and he says, Hey, I'm open. Like I'm going to be in town. And so that whole day, like building up to it, I'm just a nervous wreck. And, you know, my nerves, my stomach, everything was bugging me. And my manager goes, Hey, Chris is here. I'm going to go meet him out back. And I'll tell my manager, I'm like, man, I've, I'm going to hit the restroom one more time. My stomach <laughs> bothered me. He said, okay, I'll keep, I'll stall him in the hall and, you know, we won't come in until you're ready. I wasn't in the bathroom two minutes and I hear, hey, hey, Zach. Hey, man, this is Chris. He goes, no. he goes, I really need to use the bathroom too. Is that cool if I come in? And I was like, come on, man. And uh, <laughs> so I hear, I hear the door beside me shut. Yes, it was like two stalls. So, There's a wall oh. between us. The door shuts. I hear him humming one of my songs under his breath, <laughs> which didn't make it any more awkward. Oh. And about that time, both toilets flush, and the doors open, and we look at each other. We start to shake hands, and then we kind of both went, no, oh, we hang on a second. We washed our hands and then turned and shook hands while they were still wet. And just kind of oh. like, hey. He's oh. like, man, big fan. I'm like, me too. Oh He's like, goodness. well, this isn't awkward, is it? And I was like... And so he, he went to the show, though, and it was amazing because I, I didn't know, you know. Yeah. He walked out to front of house, and during my set, I literally watched him with his arms up, oh, praising the Lord. Yeah. I was like, wow, so cool. So he comes back, hangs out for like a good hour and a half backstage and just talks, and we're, you know, shooting the breeze and everything. Mm-hmm. And his buddy tells my manager, Chris skipped the Oscars tonight to come to this. No and so way. He, he didn't go to the <gasps> Oscars to come to that show. And the next day, it was like all over the news. I, I was like, love wow. Him even so that more. said so much I to me. I love him even more. Wow. So we've kind of kept in touch. I mean, just a genuine dude. Like I said, what you would hope somebody like that would be like. That's so that great. Really good guy. amazing. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you will give my podcast a five-star review. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with your friends. I'll see you next week on Off Air with Carmen.